M-I-C-A-H Beats Welcome, welcome, welcome to Just Therapy, where we talk about life with a comedy twist, with your host, comedian Sean Boyd, Antonio Ferguson, and Miss KT. We talk about a whole bunch of shit from politics to people actually taking shit. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the therapy session. Man, this be dope. Make a motherfucker want to rap. I can't rap, man. Hold up, here we go. I can't rap. I really can't. But come sit down on the couch with us. Man, I can't rap. Come to the couch. Enjoy the show. Let's go. Just another day. On the couch, talking about all the problems of today. Welcome back to another episode of Just Therapy. It is another beautiful Monday evening, y'all. And as always, I'm one of your hosts, comedian Sean Boyd. I got my sidekick right here on my lap. And as always, my better half of the podcast, my sis, a.k.a. Miss Coach KT, Miss KT Comedy, Miss Her 49ers Want a Motherfucking Gin, KT, what's good, sis? (laughs) What up, bro? I... I'm not feeling the best, so I'm Uh-oh. I'm not on the couch. I'm in the bed. Hey, boo. <laughs> what up, Angel? Thanks for jumping in early as shit. Look at you on time, like fine wine. All right. I'm in a rhyming mood right now. I don't know what's going on. I see. <laughs> hey, little mama. Say hey. Hi. <laughs> She got a little mohawk going on, if y'all can see it. (laughs) (laughs) She's so damn funny. Go finish your food so you can get chocolate. Come on. All right. It is a beautiful Monday evening, y'all. Thanks for tuning in, jumping with us, sitting on the couch, enjoying the show, man. We appreciate y'all jumping in and uh, enjoying this beautiful podcast that we bring to you each and every Monday. Girl, if you don't go eat your food, sit here arguing with her. That's what we do all the time. Like, just eat your food, girl. And then she want to be front and center on the podcast. That's my other co-host. If you eat your food, you can be on the podcast. Go. And um, so, yeah, we're here. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, just eat your damn food, girl. Shit. (laughs) Uh, yeah, let's get into it, man. Uh, the weekend was all right. You know, I ain't had no problems. Uh, Friday kind of hit a wall a little bit, but, uh, was able to get over it, you know, did some praying and all that good stuff and, uh, chilled with little mama on Friday. Saturday was a lazy day. I think we woke up about like 11, which is sleeping in and, uh, got some rest, woke up, made breakfast. We chilled, we played, 
you know. Uh, then I watched some good football on Saturday. And uh, that was pretty much it. Oh, oh, I ended up watching uh, the UFC fight. Oh, that good. shit was fire. I turned from the last game Saturday night. Who played last Saturday night? Was that the, the Cowboys? Giants. Eagles Giants. Giants. Yeah. So I'm watching that. Getting their ass whooped. Getting their ass whooped. So I was like, let me see if some UFC on. So I Googled it, and it was like, it's on. So go ahead. So, of course, I'm like, I'm about to watch some UFC. And I seen some good fights. This one girl uh, who actually beat Misha Tate, which I don't understand how. She got her ass beat so bad. She came out looking like the elephant man. Like, this girl was tagging her. And it was hard to watch because she was just getting pummeled, standing up. And I'm like, and then like the announcers is like, they, they should just stop the fight. Like she, but she kept fighting back. Like she was too, you know, hard for her own good. She kept fighting back. Uh, second fight was a title fight. It was like a the fourth fight between two guys. Dude got hit in his eye, split his eye so bad it closed it. So they had to stop the fight because he couldn't see. And then the last fight was another title fight between two light heavyweights. Uh, Magnus, uh, I can't think of his last name. He'd been in the he'd been in the UFC for a minute. Was fighting this new dude, Jamal. Jamal, fuck, what was his last name? Black dude from Detroit, originally from Chicago, and that was a good fight, man. And. The black dude ended up winning, and he, he was, like, crying at the end because he, like, couldn't believe he won that title and because, like, all the stuff he went through to get there. So it was dope. It was dope, dope, dope. And then Sunday, you know, watch church online and watch some more good football games. So that's what that's what it was for me. So, uh, Miss KT, what's going on, sis? How was your weekend? Well, first, when you was talking about the eye getting split, it, it was a movie, I want to say maybe like Apollo or something, where the trainers would use like a code so that, you know, if you can't see, uh, it must have been like Apollo Creed or something, but they tap the back of your neck like the number of times when the ref asks you how many fingers you hold up. I'm like, I don't know if that's an old school trick. Like, I don't know if they don't do that kind of <laughs> stuff no more, but it's one of those things that, you know, you try and help them push through it, fight or whatever the funny funny thing about you bringing that up as soon as the doctor was over there and doing the thing that was the first thing that came to my mind is he on the back of his neck talking about one two three because <laughs> uh, you know that's what two, that's what you do you one, try to play it off like one two three one, two, three, one, one two, three. you know whatever it is yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but this dude but this new generation see. probably soft so well he he couldn't see and i don't think he wanted to continue fucking fighting not uh he couldn't see like I, he was mad he couldn't see i think he wanted to keep going but like there was no way he was gonna be able to to really do nothing you know what i'm saying like he was shit out of luck with that yeah that's like a super blind side you can't see out of a whole eye right <laughs> right yeah so it was it was definitely crazy but um but yeah go ahead finish your weekend report my bad um i don't know i guess my weekend was good my niners won which is always nice i looked up the eagles tickets 
Because, you know, last year we went to the Eagles game. So I was thinking, it ain't a bad drive. It's like six hours from here. So I'm going to go to the Eagles game. $800 a piece for tickets. Eight a piece? Was you at the game last night? No, I wasn't at the game last night. Oh, okay. Because, like, I remember I texted you and you was like, I'm going to the game. And I'm like, okay. And then I seen later it was like Niners win. And I'm like, was you there? Because, like. Everybody think I was there. Everybody hit me up like, are you at the game? What you doing? Where you at? What to, you know. But, no, I didn't go to the game. I kind of wish I would have, but, kinda, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to keep a little budget and get myself in every dollar I make. So we'll see how it goes. I didn't even go. My people had a watch party. I didn't even go to the watch party because the oh. roads had got so bad. And it ended up clearing up a little bit, but I just was like, you know, I'm at the house trying to get some stuff done. So I would rather do that. Um, I joined a new church yesterday, which was different, you know. Wait, wait, you went one time and joined the first time you was there? See, that, that's an assumption that people you, you just made, like jumped all oh, the way out man. the tree. I did. My bad. Yeah, I you did. I don't even know why you would assume I ever move like that when you know me. I'm, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> so, no. I, it, I it, just caught, it caught me off guard. I'm like, whoa. I've been going for a few months off and on, and then I, it's the only place I've been going this whole year, so I haven't been anywhere else. So, but thank you for... <laughs> Wait, wait, hold up, nigga. You said I've been going this whole year. I ain't been nowhere else. It's only been three Sundays in the hey, year so far. That's a lot. I, I ain't been nowhere saying. three Sundays I'm in a row in a long time. I'm just saying, don't do it like that. I've been, yeah, that's the only church I've been going to all year so far. I'm like, nigga, we still in January. It's only been three <laughs> Sundays. But I also said I've been going for months off and on. So <laughs> you did say that. And you just want to try and spin it so you're a little right. Nigga, get out of here. <laughs> you get on my nerve. <laughs> but uh so going reminded me of a childhood memory that I'm gonna talk about. But uh so today was just like an awkwardly crazy day. And I feel like sometimes I get super emotional when I hear about other people's bad things. Um, so a friend you, of mine's daughter was. Did you say habits? Um, I'm sorry. Huh? It sounded like you were, like right at that time you said bad and then it cut out a little bit. I missed it. Did you say habits? Days. Oh, bad know. days. Okay. Sorry. So sometimes when bad things happen. To other people, sometimes it affects my emotions, I think. I'm I'm a super empath, I guess. I don't know. But a friend of mine, her daughter was attacked and raped in just a horrible situation with a guy she just met, you know, just met not too long before. And, you know, Tiffany's them cousin had met a guy on Instagram and ended up in Tennessee for like a month and drugged it, you know, so it just makes like, this is just a scary time. You know, you hear about people going through so much. And then my son was who we think he might've broke a bone in his wrist because he kind of came down crazy and 
Um, it's like a, making a pop sound. He like it's just so. I just had a like a weirdly irritating day today. Just so many things happen that make you appreciate, but be so disappointed in all of the stuff that people have to go through. And I can't think of anything else right now. So that was my week. Yeah, sorry to hear that. Is uh, do we know if it's broke or? Your we don't which know. One? He'll, he'll go at some point, maybe. Who knows? Okay, um, which which son? You got three of them. My oldest son. Oh, D? Damn. Is it the shooting hand? Um, no, it was his left. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, that still sucks, though. Hope he all right. Definitely be praying for him. I hear you. Uh, sp- speaking of praying for people, uh, I, I don't know if his last name was James as well, but... Uh, one of, one of uh, our people, uh, Prince James's dad, passed away. Oh, I did uh, see that not too long ago, and that kind that kind of hurt my heart when I seen that because I was like, oh. And uh, so definitely sending uh, prayers and and healing energy out to Prince James and his family because uh, we know all too well how that feels. Um, and it, it, it sucks. And then, like, knowing his pops, you know, the way I did and the way, you know, you did, too, just going over his house. I remember going over his house, playing dominoes, him talking mad shit, whooping our ass in dominoes, and then playing spades with him. And he was all he was always a cool dude, man. And we, we used to go over there a lot. So, you know, it, it sucked to, to hear that news. And it was kind of, like, out of nowhere. And, of course, Facebook put that right up on the front of my page as soon as I logged in the one day. You know how it'd be hiding shit. But as soon as death hit, it put that right up top. Facebook, oh, they want you to know who died, like, which sucks, but you, you need to know, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I mean, but that's not really cool. why Facebook put it on top, because it was definitely on the top of mine when I got on. But, mm-hmm. like, we celebrate death almost in our culture. Everybody comments, everybody, you know, and so the more likes and comments by your friends is what puts it at top. But it was just one of those weird things that I wish I would have known beforehand because I would have went to Hero because so, so I've known well. them my whole life, him and his sister, Tanisha. I mean, maybe not my whole life, but since like 12, I've known them. I didn't meet their dad until we were adults and we started going over there to his house, you know, hanging out, playing dominoes and spades. But it really was heartbreaking to hear that, especially hear it that way. And then I felt bad for Prince James because, you know, it would have been nice if we all could have still been close and he would have been able to reach out, you know, when it happened. Yeah, because I I definitely would have went to the funeral, you know. Yeah. And been, there, been there to support him, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, because I know I, I needed that support when my parents passed. So, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, it just, you know, it sucks. But, you know, DJ, what's going on, brother? He said, I got my Indica ready for the couch. Wait, I thought you was going all month. Going, going sober, bruh. Didn't he say all month that he was going sober? What is indica? It's 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 a type of weed, you know. They got the indica, they got the sativa, you know. 
Oh, not what you with oh, the, the internet connection shit again. What? <laughs> he said, stress me out, no liquor. I feel it. I feel what? it. He said, I'm smoking. <laughs> hey, I feel it, man. Ah. I definitely feel it. Friday would have definitely been a day for me to smoke, but you know. You don't smoke. I know I don't smoke, baby. Calm down. <laughs> What's up, Mrs. Money? Glad to see you. Glad to see you in. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, get into it. Uh, we always like to do a childhood memory. There we go. I almost forgot what the hell we was doing. Uh, we always had to give a childhood memory so you can get into our past and, you know, so you can still get to know us a little more. We do this every week. Y'all know how it go. KT, since it's fresh in your mind, go ahead with your childhood memory, sis. Uh, so my childhood memory is about a church experience, and I don't know if people grew, grew up in church or had a similar church experience, but we were growing up, I was used to you KT, and pretty much they would say, like, you're not saying if uh -uh. if you can't speak in tongues. KT, I'm so sorry. You know, I, I hate to cut you off. Well, I don't hate to cut you off, but I hate to cut you off in this one. Your internet is doing what it did last week, and I really want to hear this story, and I don't want to miss the story because it sounds too good, but you was in and out, so I don't know if you want me to go and you reboot or if you jump on the phone but i definitely want to hear that story what up carol welcome to the couch did you hear me sis if you want to nod your head or something choppy on the sound yeah yeah hey what's going on bro oh okay What's going on, Rose? Thanks for chiming in with us. DJ, say I need to come over there and get your internet together, please. That's like a couple weeks in a row, sis. Your internet usually ain't been messing up on you. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's going on, Rose? Hey, what's going on, Rose? What is that? <laughs> what you got the volume on? I'm like, what is that? It wouldn't exit off of the computer one. It kept saying like, uh, wait, you know how the page was And this is the first time ever, Lee Money, like, as soon as I signed in, I'm right in the studio. Normally, I'm backstage for a minute, and I got a second to kind of switch. Nope, not today. Hey, big shout out to Lee Money running the board today. My bad, big homie. <laughs> I was on one. Hey, Lee Money was on one today. Hey, man, I, I, I don't even, I, I don't even expect it anymore because he constantly forgets about me. So I, I see Aww. who's not. Man, don't, don't forget don't, about Lee. I don't, I don't be forgetting about Lee. Sometimes we get to going, and I, I just kind of miss. It slips my mind, but I always come back. 
Didn't even ask me about my weekend or nothing. He means. Man, I talked to you for 15 minutes before we went live. <laughs> I know. I'm messing with you, man. Come on. It wasn't on the podcast. It don't count. <laughs> it wasn't on the podcast. It don't count. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm a sucker for a sore ass shot. <laughs> what? Doing good. That's a, all right, KT, finish the story. Start over, though. Please. No. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, so we ain't getting the childhood memory today at all? No. <laughs> and that's mean as shit. <laughs> so we got to take the brunt because your internet was acting uh, broken shit. So that's that's our fault? I mean, I guess not. All right. So. <laughs> Thank you. Long story short, <laughs> um, some family members started the church. They was trying to make us speak in tongues to prove that we were saved and had the Holy Ghost. And when you like 12 and 13 and you don't know what to do, you start mimicking what you hear other people do. And so we still today <laughs> as a family have these running jokes because they used to say like, I see, I see. <laughs> <laughs> and so you say stuff like coming in the Hyundai. <laughs> I'm so, so mad at y'all for that. <laughs> And the problem is it messes you up when it comes to religion because it makes it a joke and you make, you know, it creates like a block, like in real life. But it's just one of those awkward things that I don't know if other people have to deal with or not because I've been in church my whole life, but there's so much religious church stuff that kind of turns you off from church. So I understand when people say, they're turned off from church, but I'm always appreciative that I've never been turned off from God. But I do kind of be looking at some church folks side eye like, yeah, you probably fake him. Because you'll never know. <laughs> DJ said he over there crying. I'm over here dying, too. For real. Not the, not the I see, I see. Hey. <laughs> I see, I say, I see, I see. So we used to make a joke. <laughs> we we a point like I see, I say, I see, I see, like I see, I like. <laughs> and it's so trifling, like oh, so, so ridiculous. Oh, so ignorant. So ignorant. I feel you, KT. That's hilarious, though. But when you grow up in churches, you know. It, people care more about the look about you appearing like a good church person and so sometimes those type of systems are in place those habits and things that they just expect you to do without even knowing the real meaning behind it or having a little truth in it and so uh yesterday when i joined the church they were um telling me like you know you know basically trying to get me to speak in tongues and I'm like, I got this mental block now. And I just think about when I was a kid 
And I'm like, I could open my mouth and say something, but it all feel like it's forced and not real. And it's like, I'm scared to really let go and go there because I might be playing. Shoot, I don't know. God, no. God going to have to force whatever he wants to happen with that. Right, exactly. <laughs> hey, wait, they, 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 DJ stupid with that comment? Oh, no, 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 stop. about a Honda. Oh, yep, that was much better to leave. <laughs> oh, Carol say they'd be the fakest. That's hilarious. Like, seriously. And I've heard people, like, say they speak it in a another language. And when they was in Africa, somebody understood them. Um, and it just, it just be so much sometimes. And I feel like people get caught up on the nonsense. And it's really what turns people off from church. Like y'all more worried about how you look to everybody else than really what God is worried about, you know? Right, yeah. That's what's up. And that, that's your childhood memory this week? Yeah, that's my childhood memory. Yeah. See, Mrs. Money, I'm glad I talked her into... <laughs> giving us that damn story like you was gonna you was gonna make us miss all that funniness like that's <laughs> it's really horrible at the same it time. is horrible but it's funny at the same time no it's funny at the same time uh my childhood memory this week i'm gonna i'm gonna take it to the church too i grew up in the church as well uh i never um fake the uh yeah. speaking in tongues but i do remember people at church speaking in tongues uh, one of one of my fondest memories uh, was um, was actually cutting Sunday service and going in the little classrooms because we had it was like a school too. Um, and <laughs> I do I do a childhood memory about me going to that school for one year. That was crazy. But so this this uh, time was like right after House Party first came out, the original. And it was me, my dude, Clay Williams, and Steve Sanders. And if y'all watch the podcast and listen, Steve Sanders' name should be familiar because uh, when I got hung up on that by that one chick, <laughs> that's what she said she was talking to. Oh, wow. Right. But all three of us was cool. And uh, House Party just came out, and we wanted to see House Party. And he seen House Party like that Saturday or Friday. So, like, we literally skipped. Steve ended up going to Warrensville. I think, dude, I think he did. I I'm not sure. Light skinned cat. Um, but um, yeah, so we go to this classroom to skip Sunday service, and he literally went over the whole movie for us because we didn't know when we was going to be able to get to see the movie because it was, it was an R rated movie and we were still young. But he literally was in this classroom acting out and doing like almost every line from the movie. And it was so hilarious. I remember him doing the, the uh, play part when he was vacuuming and shit. He was vacuuming and then he stopped because like the music was playing and he went to go jump over his one. He went to hold his leg and jump over his leg and fail. Steve did this in the damn classroom, like literally did it fail. We was in there in tears, crying, laughing so hard. We almost got in trouble because we were so loud. Sorry. And it was so funny because we skipped 
Sunday service to go listen to him tell us the whole movie of House Party. And House Party is still one of my favorite movies to this day. To this day. And he and he did that movie so much justice by telling us what was going on and acting out everything. So he remembered the whole movie. And seen it one time and they remembered the whole movie. Like that movie was so dope. I understood the first time I seen it why he remembered the whole movie. Like, it really it was, was a great dope. classic. It was. Yeah. Ryan I heard Rogers. they got a new house party out. Have you seen it? No. Ryan Rogers in the building. Thanks for coming to the couch. And that was his first question. Have you seen the remake yet? I have not. But I am here for it, though. Because uh, they, yeah. they are something about LeBron's house. And they party in LeBron's house. So yeah. I want to see it. Y'all want to see it. I'm, I'm going to check it out because I know one, two, and three. After three, they lost me on that because three was with Bernie Mac when Kid was getting married. And then um, after that, they did like Immature was the uh, the stars of the new house parties. And it just wasn't the same anymore. But, yeah, so that's, that's my childhood memory, though. <clears throat> uh, we doing flowers? No. <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah. She's so funny. <laughs> she, she, she like no. All right, y'all. As you always, said, hell like, no. Flowers. No flowers. She, she ain't say hell no. Calm down, Lee. Stop. Uh so <laughs> we <laughs> we always like to give people flowers <laughs> while they're here so they can smell them roses instead of being conditioned like so many of us are and giving people flowers while they dead and gone. Uh, you know what? My flowers will be short and sweet. Uh, let me see. Hold on. My bad. I didn't turn my damn phone off instead of being in the damn thing. Hold on real quick. So my flowers this week, I probably gave him flowers before. Uh, my flowers this week is going to go to my man, Prince James. Uh, just for the simple fact, uh, when I first started comedy, he was one of the first people uh, to reach out to me, like literally found me in the back after I did my set. You better stop. After I did my set, uh, he like found me in the back and was chopping it up with me. He was like, hey, man, good set. You was funny as shit. Um, I got this uh, comedy cabaret I'm doing and I want you to be on the show. And I'm like, all right. like, And I'm like, I didn't like what? Because I, I didn't know. I just started, you know, that was my first set, my very, very first set ever. And I mean, I, I did my thing, but he was like being on this show and I ain't know. I'm like, I don't know if I really, you know, ready for another show or whatnot. I ain't know what the next step was. So he was like, just let me know by the end of the show because, you know, I got to I got to get the lineup set. So, of course, me being me, I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. And so I sold some tickets or whatever and made one hundred and fifty dollars and did 15 minutes. Uh, and it was my first comedy dollar. And I will forever be grateful to my guy, Prince James, because like I said, he gave me my first comedy dollar. And he put me on a whole bunch of shows. We did the church show. That's how I found my church home. That's how I met KT. And if I wouldn't have did that, if I wouldn't have did that church show, I would never, I probably would have never met. I probably would have never met you, Keisha. I ain't even going to lie. KT, nope. damn, my bad. So Probably not. Hey, hey, Probably not, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, going to the church and actually getting to know you and you being little sis and talking shit and, you know, talking shit to each other, all like this shit, knowing the family. And so I, I got contribute all that to uh, Prince James. So 
Uh, Prince, you getting your flowers, brother? Definitely sorry about your loss, man. Anytime you need to talk, you know I'm here, fam. KT, who you getting your flowers to? Um, I tagged my cousin, Jamia Harvey. Um, she's getting her flowers because she has been on her own weight loss journey. She's lost about 40 or 50 pounds since August. She started running. Right now, she is up to running 10 miles at a time. She's hoping to do a half marathon soon. And she has taken the time out to be my accountability partner on my weight loss journey. And I appreciate it because she'll give me advice. She'll just call or text or check in, make sure I'm doing okay. And it's always nice when you have people that care enough about you to make sure you okay. So I appreciate it. Um, I feel like, you know, I'm tired of being on this weight loss yo-yo ride. But I don't have no choice. Until I get it right, I can't quit. So I got to keep going until I get it right. So I thank you, Jamia Harvey, for helping me on this journey. And I hope and pray that God helps me see it through um, to make some long-lasting changes this time around. Hey, Jamia, you getting your flowers. Well deserved. And we all need that accountability partner, though. And it don't matter if it's on a weight loss journey or, you know, um, eating healthy journey, uh, work journey, all that. You always need an accountability partner, uh, even the comedy journey. You know, always need that accountability accountability partner that just help you and keep you held accountable. So, yeah. Ryan, keep up the good work. That's a hard battle we all fight. I'm on that fight myself. Hope to keep it off. That's what's up. All right. So uh, let's get into it. Uh, what, what's our first topic today? What's your thoughts? So, so yeah. So that's going to be our first topic today. Uh, reason why I wanted to do that is because I heard something uh here recently and i wanted to bring it to the couch to get the couchers opinion and kt's opinion plus my man leave money behind the ones and twos so listen to this y'all a dying ex-husband right wants to see his ex-wife before he dies okay the new husband of the ex-wife is telling her you can't go and if you go we get a divorce i need to know what's your thoughts on this man because like that's crazy like why is he like i can see why he would kind of be upset but like this dude is dying so like he's not competition first off Second off, if they still cordial, because like a lot of people be like, oh, well, he ex for a reason, blah, blah, blah. Like sometimes shit just don't work out and y'all can be cordial and have a good relationship afterwards. Some people can't. I get it. But as far as him saying, I'm going to divorce you if you go see him, 
like that's one of his dying wishes is just to talk to his ex-wife one last time like the I guess say bye because he dying shit like KT what okay uh Carol chimed in already she said boy bye he's insecure boy, bye. DJ say the current husband petty he got the upper hand you alive and healthy and that's how I look at it KT what's your thoughts on it we can break it down even more go ahead KT so I'm torn just a little bit right because somebody's dying wish pretty much overrides, supersedes just about everything in life, right? And if you can provide and give somebody their dying wish, then I feel like you should if it's possible. The only thing that makes me leery is what was he like in this life? Like, was he argumentative? Was he a mean, hateful person? Did he dog her? And the husband is like, feeling like, because we assume the husband's insecure. What? Hold on. Let, let's, let's clear that up. The wife, the current wife is bringing this because she wants opinions on it because she wants to see him. So, so we can't say, we can assume that he wasn't a bad guy to her. You know what I'm saying? So let's take that out of the equation. You feel me? Her, she wanting wants to, to see him. her wanting to see him has nothing to do with the type of guy he is. That's an assumption, right? Her husband could be wanting to protect her because he knows that it's a toxic situation. If somebody was horrible to you and their dying wish is to come and see you, why would you acknowledge it if they've been horrible to you their whole life? But evidently, okay, so if they've been, if they was, if he was horrible to her, she wouldn't want to go see him. No, that's, like, that makes you, no sense to me. You assume it. I, women are toxic as fuck. I and understand we that. Such, we have such a care and heart that we ignore, override, and, you know, allow way too much to where her husband whose job it is, is to be her protector, is trying to intercede on her behalf because he's he has to know it's not for her benefit. I couldn't imagine uh, that he's insecure or being petty about a dying man's wish. So you telling me that women is, is toxic as fuck and guys ain't never been toxic? Uh, I'm not saying that. I, I know, I know, but hold on. Let's take it out of the equation. Let's say he was not a, a toxic person towards her, right? Let's let's say that. All right. Now take that out of the equation because he's given her ultimatum as far as if you go see this guy that's dead, pretty much, we get a divorce. So let's take that out of the equation. Cause for him to act like that and say, oh well, if you go see him, you we get a divorce. Like get the no, come on, KT. So, so do you think he's saying that for no reason? I think he's saying that because he petty as shit and he don't want her to, he don't want her to go see him. I think he got insecure got issues. Go so why is that the assumption? Why do we all just assume he must be petty and insecure if he doesn't but, want his wife to go see this man? So why assume that the guy was uh, hateful and abusive to the lady and that's what he keeping her from? So if if he was keep trying to keep her from that, why would he give her an ultimatum though? Why not just say, "Hey, hey, baby, 
I don't want you to go see this dude. You know how he treated you. You know he was manipulative. I understand this is his dying wish, but I I feel as though you shouldn't go do this because it might mess with your mental. And if that was the case, we wouldn't be talking about this situation. You see what I'm saying? We would still be talking about it. No, no. I think think we wouldn't know. I think we wouldn't know. The, the woman wants to go and she wants to feel justified in going no matter what the reason is, right? Because your human nature wants to acknowledge anybody's dying wish. This is why we have this Make-A-Wish Foundation and all of these things because it when somebody's dying, it makes everything else feel irrelevant. When somebody's about to die, you start to look at the bigger picture of the situation. There is a person right now that I hate that I have considered killing myself. And if I found out he was dying, I might try and go and make amends, even though I did nothing wrong, because I don't want anybody to leave the earth with and me feeling like we're in a bad space, because that's the type of person I am. So I can see her wanting to go just to honor his wish, even if it's not the best thing for her. All right, let's get to some of these comments. Carol, <clears throat> Carol said, let the man have his last dying wish. Uh, Angel was like the new husband, Petty. Uh, if he that insecure, go with her. I agree, Angel. If he that insecure, go with her. If you got a problem that he was being so manip- manipulative or so heinous or hateful to her while she was in the marriage, Go with go with him. Go with now him. That is, that's a fair compromise. So that's a that's a great compromise right there. Ryan said, Am I missing something? Did she go back to him or a new dude? Uh no, we just talking about how the new dude gave her ultimatum saying if you go see the ex-husband for his last dying wish, I'm getting a divorce. Mrs. Money said, My dad's ex came to our house to say bye to my dad. Then she went home and threw her boyfriend out because he said if she went, he was going to leave. So she made him leave. Hey, there. Oh, wow. Hey, right, right. Uh, Carol said, good point, KT. If he was any of those things, he might want to make amends. Uh, Ryan was like, uh, something happened in their relationship that she went back to the ex. She didn't she didn't go back to the ex. You you lost, brother. It's all right. Uh, Carol said. What he's saying is like, maybe that's why the husband feels insecure, because maybe she cheated with the ex or did something with the ex at some point oh okay okay. feel like don't go back all right all right all right that makes sense no you ain't lost there ryan my bad (laughs) (laughs) carol said uh to say we're getting a divorce is a bit much regardless of what their past was and that's that's my whole point on what i'm trying to get at like that's crazy here i come little mama and Uh, she is absolutely right about that as right. an adult, hey, Miss KT, force my hey. hand, then that creates a problem, right? If you think that you have the right or the audacity to make me do something, then that's where you you're right about that. He definitely went too far, and it's like a power struggle that he couldn't talk to her and convince her, you know, using actual facts and you know actual information. So then he tried to manipulate her himself and force her to do what he wanted her to do. So, yeah, you're definitely right about that. 
um, and I've always hated statements like, you know, people say, well, I ain't going to be your friend no more. Well, well, we getting a divorce if you don't do it. You know, I'm the type, well, go do it. Bye. Because there is no way right. you're going to force me into anything. Right. Uh, DJ said, uh, I will allow, oh, excuse me, I will allow it as his last dying wish. But if he made a miraculous turn in health, the nigga got to <laughs> run me a fade. He was faking hey, just so you could see my wife. <laughs> right, right. Carol said, if he feels some type of way he could offer to go with her, that's what Angel said earlier. Ryan was like, bingo. And he was like, oh, I'm lost. He's like, wait, he said bingo. Then he said, oh, I'm still lost. <laughs> oh, hey, my, Lee, Lee, I think I heard you come off mute. You was about to say something, brother. Time me yeah, on. Yeah, my take on it is this, right? Um, Eric Bischoff, the guy that used to run WCW, he always says context is king. So we're missing a lot of context here as to why he would want to see his ex-wife as his last dying wish. Like, that's the biggest thing for me. Like, I know that if I were going to die, I don't want to see any of my exes because I'd probably end up slapping them all. But if you about to die, you ain't got the strength to slap nobody. You better say that strength to make it one more day. <laughs> there is there's that. But I mean, unless there's kids involved or there's some other kind of reasoning behind why he would want to see her um i don't know that yes but you're my current wife so that that point is mute megan um <laughs> but um I, I don't know like i i just feel like we're missing a huge chunk of this story like why is it his dying wish that he wants to see her one last time she's an ex for a reason and that's the part that I keep trying to wrap my head around. Um, All right. So, so let's, I mean, I don't know if she said it was his dying wish, but it was like he wanted to see his ex before he died. He was on his dying bed, you know, he on his deathbed and he wanted to see her. Like, I mean, who knows? Like, why? But I, I mean, that's just crazy. So hold on. Let's go to these uh, comments real quick. And then I got a question for everybody else, though. I got a question for all y'all here. Uh, Carol said exactly honor my wish and vacate <laughs> angel said and if he goes he can give them space to talk but be there and make sure everything okay i like that uh miss money said hey i was an ex at one point that's when lee money was like but you're my current that's hilarious carol said because like kt said he's more than likely trying to ease his conscience uh mrs money said depends on who left who and why carol said uh, Carol said, said guilty motherfucker. So I got a question though. I got a question since, since we on this topic, right? And context yeah. is key, of course. So we, we hear making assumptions as far as what happened and why or whatever, right? But let's take it here though, right? KT, you already kind of answered this question. If one of your ex said they wanted to see you before they died, they was on their dying bed, would you go? And I think you kind of answered this question and said, a motherfucker you would like to kill, you would go see them before they died. Is that correct? I I would want to go see them because of the type of person I am. But if I'm in a relationship 
and they know how that situation was, I would hope that they wouldn't let me. You know, sometimes we have to be saved from ourselves. you okay. know? And like my brothers, if my brothers knew, they would be like, what? You're not going to see that nigga? I don't care if he yeah, died today. And they would I would definitely say something to you. And I would probably be better off for it because the the compassionate side of me that people pleaser one peace in the world no you know problems side will want me to go but for my own mental health how could it benefit what, what am i gonna get an apology on your death bit is it gonna make me feel better no it ain't gonna change shit in the past and it will be unnecessary and all it would really to me would do is make you feel better as you transition when if you didn't make it right in life, that that's on you. That ain't on me to try and make you feel better as your dying wish. Ooh, we, but I mean, we can go to the cross when Jesus was up on that cross and the man next to him denied him and denied him. But before it was time, he was like, can I be in the kingdom with you? And he said, I got you, my son. Yeah, but I'm not Jesus. You have <laughs> to make it right. I'm, I don't have to come to you on your deathbed so you can feel better on your way out. I might accidentally right. pull a cord or some shit on my way out. Leave Carol said, Carol was already like, why? So you can help him die? Right. <laughs> nigga, what? <laughs> uh, might accidentally Money put said, pillow over your face. Leave me alone. Miss Money <laughs> said, I would. Depends on which one. I don't know if Lee would want me to, though. Uh, Ryan said, uh, I'm bringing a wheelbarrow of dirt to help the transition sooner. <laughs> hey, don't get, get you started. I'm oh, going shit. Ahead. oh yeah, I kind of so, I kind of so Lee, an, answer, the, answer the question Would you go if, I, if, if one of your ex asked you to come see them before they died? I kind of feel and, the and, same way as KT and uh, my wife, it would depend on which ex it is. And okay. for some of them, it would be to make sure that they actually fucking die. Uh, but on the other hand, <laughs> there are some where it would be like, you know, hey, you know, maybe we ended on terms that weren't so great, you know, make amends, whatever. But I mean, it would definitely depend on which X it is. And if Megan was OK with it, if she's not OK with it, then I would say, you know, sorry, my wife is uncomfortable with this. I gotta go with her, you know. I FaceTime you. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. To uh, Miss Money said to Lee, not any I know. Okay. <laughs> uh DJ, if you still here, Angel, if you still here, chime in. What would you do it if one of your ex asked you to uh see them before they died? Uh, me personally, um, it, Angel said, depending on what X, uh, so I, I probably can say all of my exes except one, I would go see if they wanted to see me before they died. Uh, both of my ex-wives, I would, I would, of course, they, the mother of my kids. So I would honor that wish and, and go um if i was in a relationship or actually married um again um and my current uh spouse didn't want me to go 
I would I would dig. I would be like, why? Like, you know what I'm saying? I would ask, I would ask questions like, well, you know, why don't you want me to go? Would you go with me? You know what I'm saying? If you feel that way. Um, but it's one ex that I wouldn't go see, uh, just because the simple fact of me trying to be the good dude that I am and sympathize with their loss and be there for them with the loss that they had. Um, they had lost both parents before hooking up with me or whatever. And, and then when I lost both of my parents, right, they act like they was there for me, like they cooked some food and wanted to drop it off. But lo and behold, they said something to one of my good friends who was in my wedding. Actually, uh, Mr. Ferguson, the, the nigga that be over there, but they ain't never here. Um, he heard her say, uh, well, he she actually told him. She was like, uh, well, at least he can feel the way I felt. And yeah, I was like, oh, bitch, like as good as I was to you, like I never did anything disrespectful, was always uplifting you, always, you know, there when you needed me, like was, I mean, I'm a good ass dude. Like I can't, you know, I ain't fronting shit, but that's just me. So, you, you know, KT, you already know I'm a good motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But um, for them to say that shit and I'm like, wait, hold up, motherfucker. Like, you got me bent, bitch. So. And Mr. Ferguson wanted to hit her in the motherfucking restaurant, but he refrained from hitting her for me. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go see, I wouldn't go see her. So again, um, like my my whole thing is context is king. Like, you know, with your exes, you have children. So of course, you know, there's that common bond between you that that you want that you would want to to be able to go say goodbye to them but for me i don't have any kids i don't have any kids with any of my exes and most of them were god-awful human beings to me so you know like like somebody said do you want me to bring a wheelbarrow full of dirt so we can move this along a little bit quicker like so know? i i agree but i kind of disagree a little bit lee because i don't think the context matters and i think somebody said it before these people are an ex for a reason Mm -hmm. And not saying that you can't be friends with them, but if you, if we're friends, then we're just friends, right? And just because you're an ex doesn't change their friendship. But if you're an ex who I don't see, I don't talk to, I don't have a continuous relationship with, your dying wish to see me doesn't even make sense. Well, we oh, that's for the past. We're not close enough for it to be a discussion on your deathbed like i don't understand i don't know i just don't well that's where the context comes in like what's your purpose for wanting to see me mm. like you know and that's i mean even if they have a valid reasoning or purpose i just can't see me because like i was thinking about my kid's dad you know god forbid <laughs> anything happened to him i'm not trying to kill him off today although at one point Angel, no, I've been playing plenty of funerals for this man in my mind. <laughs> but he and I were good friends at one point, and then he became such a horrible human that I couldn't imagine wanting to see him on my on his deathbed. And I would want to be there for my children because I know it's going to be a hard thing for them, but I couldn't imagine going to see him because I don't have anything nice to say to you. And 
once again, I feel like the most you could try and do is apologize on your way out when you wasn't strong enough or man enough to apologize and make it right in life. So, but on your way out, now you want to try and feel better. And I don't, I don't know. I just don't see it. Maybe I'm still, you know, feeling some kind of way about the shit, but I, I just don't see it being necessary. Uh, Ryan said, did you ask me to be your Dr. Kravorkian? <laughs> uh, DJ uh, almost made me shed a tear right here. Uh, I'm only going for my one ex, Tasha, because we rock and I love her. You better go find that shit. Uh, Megan, <laughs> this money said that is really fucked up. I think that was to uh, what I was your story. About. Yep. And then Carol uh, chimed in and said, this is a bit much, but the dude I recently broke up with, I dreamed we were in the same dwelling and I fucked his face up. So on that note, I never honor his wishes. Um, when I was reading that the first time, I was like, wait, you got to give us more context. Like you fucked his face up or you beat the shit out of him? No, I was, I'm talking. No, shit. he talking about face rides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think she's doing that, man. Um... All right, right, right. But it's funny, though. Oh, man, this is this is a uh, this is a good topic, y'all. Uh, we gonna have to. We're going to have to sidebar it because uh, I mean, so, that's a lot. So real quick, I Googled yeah, go it and the woman's ex-husband divorced her and she never wanted to divorce him. So I feel like her new husband feels like there's this sense of longing, this wishing she would have been with him, wishing she could have stayed with him. And I think... That is what's creating that insecure feeling, which is why he doesn't want to go or doesn't want her to go. Okay, so there's the context I was looking for. There you go. Well, so he just jealous of shit because he thinking, you know, she gonna leave him. He she gonna leave him for a dying man. No, not not feeling like to me is not he's not worried about her leaving because but she she's pregnant with his baby. This man divorced you and left you. You probably always wanted him because that's who you really wanted to be with. And your husband can feel that. So why stir all of this back up after, you know, maybe it's taken them years to get where they are. He may be worried it might force her to revert backwards or something, you know, unnecessarily to honor a dying man's wish. Where if that dying man really wanted you to be there, he wouldn't have divorced you. You know, and y'all would have still been together. True. And then he probably mad because every time she has sex with him, she thinking of the ex that's dying. So, <laughs> yeah. And you can't compete with a dead man because now he gone. Yeah. Hey, hey, you ain't lying. You cannot compete with a dead man at all. So, all right. Uh, let's all take it to break. Hey, don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. We talking fetishes up next. So, please. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take this quick sponsor break and we'll be right back to you. Leave money. Take us the break, baby. I don't want to. Man, y'all know I love me some motherfucking pizza, man. I love me some pizza. Yeah. Reason why I love pizza so much, I got the best place for you. Twisted Tomato Pizzeria. They got two locations. First one's in Cuyahoga Falls. Address is 1909 Bailey Road, Cuyahoga Falls. Their phone number is 330-928-2222. 
2-2. They also got another location in downtown Akron across the street from Rubber Duck Stadium. That address is 325 South Main Street, Akron, Ohio. Phone number is 330-849-5707. And they got another location on the way coming to Stowe, Ohio. But the best part about the one in downtown Akron is the beer wall. And I mean 36 taps of beer, wine, ale, IPAs. Anything you can think of is on this tap. I like to call it Dave and Busters of beer. Reason why I call it that, you go in there, put some money on the card, walk up to the tap with your card, put the card on the tap, and pour as much beer as your heart desires. And when it hits your lips, it's just so good. It's just so good. When it hits your lips, it's just, mmm, it's good. Another reason why I like Twisted Tomato Pizzeria, Pizzeria so much is they cater to your taste buds. And whenever I say that, people be like, SB, what do you mean? I mean, they cater to your taste buds. Me, myself, I can't do cheese on my pizza. I'm allergic to milk. So anytime I order anything like a calzone, a pizza, you know, a, a sub, I make sure it's no cheese. And they honor my wish and they make it so good. As soon as I take a bite, I can barely swallow it because I'll be like, oh, oh bitch, because it's just that good. And oh, my gosh, it's delicious. Like Miss KT, she a veganish kind of girl. So when they made her pizza, they put the cauliflower crust on there, the basil, the onions, the peppers, all that stuff. And she said it was, oh, oh bitch. It's just so good, y'all. Make sure y'all check out Twisted Tomato Pizzeria if you ever in the Cuyahoga Falls or Akin area. You gotta try it. And the best part about it is they are the official sponsor of Just Therapy, the podcast. So when you order your pizza, you mention us that you be on the couch with Just Therapy and you get a 10% discount. Hey, money off is always good because it's just, it's just good. You know what I'm saying? And if it's pizza, it is possible. Oh, and that's their slogan, by the way. But the owner, Brad, said he might change it to, <laughs> and we are back. <laughs> Twisted tomato. Cause he just throw you from backstage to in stage. Don't say shit. All right. Just another day on the couch. Talking about all the problems of today. Welcome back, couchers. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's not like there's some kind of countdown that I can do to sit there and be like, hey, you're going to be back in the video in five, four, three. <laughs> I mean, that's true, too, I guess. <laughs> oh, shit. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that was a good topic we just had. Um, one more, uh, one more comment uh, before we before we get out of there. Uh, Carol was like, "My theory: He doesn't want his and his ex secret relationship to come out." Uh, oh, we never left. I mean, we ain't leave. Man, shut your ass up. We went to break. We went to sponsor break, so we left, and now we back. <laughs> oh man, but it is here. It is here. We are talking fetishes. 
That's what we're talking. Right now, right here, on the couch, sis, brung this topic. And when she when she texted me the topic, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, we can talk about that. So, KT, <laughs> KT, start us off. You wanted to talk about it. Let's go. Let's I go. can't believe how... How hype you got about this conversation. <laughs> hey, I was like, when you said that, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, yeah, we can. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you see me do that through the text message? Yes. I was like, oh, he hype. Oh, he ready for this one. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Go ahead, KT. Start us off with it. So first right if you don't know what a fetish is so typically um it, it's normally sexual in orientation and it's the desire for gratification that's normally um considered not part of the norm right so some people have a weird fetish like i've had guys ask me to take pictures of my feet sometimes bare feet, sometimes in heels, sometimes with, you know, what I don't know. And sometimes I have a blush because I have pretty feet. You know, you can get paid for that shit. I know. So one of my students was like, if I ever, if I don't make it big, I'm going to just take pictures of my feet. I said, your generation, <laughs> get on my nerves. Like it's an OnlyFans for feet. Somebody, you know, when I was growing up, they were like, you can be a hand model. Have you ever thought about being a hand model? And these people really make good money for nice hands and nice feet. So, but a fetish is like people who just happen to have uh, a weird sexual desire, I guess. I'll say it like that. So the internet has been going crazy because Young Miami who's in love with Diddy, who started that real bad um, quote that's been going around. Because he, she told him we date, and he said we do. And she said real bad. Well, since then, he has had a baby, and people were telling her that she was stupid. And now oh, she has come out to tell the world that she likes golden showers. Does everybody know what a golden shower is? She like to get pissed on R. Kelly style. <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong <laughs> with a little pee on you. <laughs> that is so gross. <laughs> <laughs> Carol gonna say she gonna say you know his ass got about five hundred plus. Uh, Miss Money said I got the feet thing before. Carol uh, giving you a shout out talking about laughing my ass off. Go girl. Uh, Miss Money said eel and Angel did the throw up emoji on the golden towers. <laughs> so let, let can can we take it a little deeper? What? Can we take it a little deeper? Go ahead. I'm nervous. All right. Let's so do wait. It. No. So before you go there, wait. let me just say, right? Okay. I am what I consider to be a freaky prude. Okay. There are some things <laughs> that I will do that I enjoy, 
but I am not a very experimentative person. I'm not into no gold showers. I don't got no interest in shit to do with shit. Like, I'm just not that type of person. And it just always feels weird and extreme when I hear that real people like this weird stuff. Okay, go. <laughs> well, you know, I got something for y'all last. I'm scared. Yeah, don't be scared. Well, I mean, you could be, but so you know, <laughs> me being me, uh, you know, I did I did a little prep for the show, you know what I'm saying? So I got 28 sex fetishes and kinks. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh, and we ain't got time to go through them all, but I got uh 28 sex fetishes and kinks that are actually common, common kinks. They are really common common and the list is crazy so the first one they got as number one impact play never heard of this one impact say, play means, impact impact play means spanking flogging paddling or other forms of consensual striking uh, it's oh. a, a safe bdsm entry point yes explore okay. more all right uh, um, number two is role playing. Everybody's heard of that role playing. Okay. That's like, you know, playing make believe as kids, but people like to role play like the sexy teacher, you know what I'm saying? You're on punishment or something or the, or the sexy nurse, you know? Okay. Uh, wait, let, let me interrupt you. <laughs> go ahead. Come on. That's what we're here for. Let's go. I know where I'm at. Let's go. So, uh, some guy that likes me that I sometimes entertain every now and again, because he took me to Fleming's for my birthday, you know, so um, he texted me randomly yesterday, like, can you sharpen my pencil? <laughs> <laughs> is, is it, it, was it the old school number two pencil or the new school? <laughs> and I'm thinking, boy, if you, if you ain't got no jumbo, nigga, go on, sharpen your own pencil. <laughs> Ow. That just made me think of when we had the uh, podcast with uh, Eric Bill and his mama was like, it was like a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mama had us a roll. Oh, man, that was a good episode. Y'all got to go back to the archives on that one on Spotify and check that out. Um, but, but so but, many people, uh, I think it's personally disgusting. And guys. A sexy like, teacher? So sexy teacher doesn't bother me. When you make actual teacher references, to me, it makes me uncomfortable because I'm a real teacher. When you say shit like, can, I, can you sharpen my pencil? Niggas really in class be like asking about sharpening pencil. Or when they be like, like Miss KT, can I get up and sharpen my pencil? You know, or you and now you got these thoughts like connected shit that is regular shit now is connected with your weird ass shit. Or niggas are messaging me like, I've been a bad boy. I need a detention. Nigga, get away from me. I get real detentions. Like, <laughs> so I just feel like it goes too far. So DJ was like, yep, take your BDSM quiz and see where y'all land on the list. He also said, I'm fucking crying. Angel said, he better chill. Sharpen my pencil. Like, seriously. <laughs> Oh shit! All right, let's keep going. Okay, wait a minute. Uh, DJ a freak. He know about the quiz. Talk about some take your quiz and see where you land. <laughs> and 
Hey, no, hey, no, no kink, no kink and shame, no kink, kink shame on our podcast. Oh, that's true. You know the rules. Hey, I I Uh, do feel like whips would be my thing, though, if I ever went there. I haven't done that yet, but I am, I do feel like I'm a whips and chains kind of girl. I don't, I don't think I can do the whips and chains just because of slavery. So, um, I don't know. Nigga, you ain't never been a slave. I know. I, I absolutely know. You just might have a PTSD flashback. Something, you know what I'm saying? It might come oh, up that's because you like to mess with white girls. Oh, no. Never <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Oh, no matter no matter black or they white, they all pink up inside. And if it ain't pink, I ain't fucking with it. So, but I'm just saying, otherwise, change should not make you think of slavery, bro. Like, chill. <laughs> she, she trying to lick your balls, and you worried about the slave runaway. Like, <laughs> I, I get my balls like that's just fun. Uh, number three is foot fetish. We talked about that. Number four. Number four. Anal sex. Some people got anal sex fetishes. All right. So does that make a guy gay if he prefers anal sex? Uh, uh no. What what's the turn on with anal? You said what's the turn on with anal? Yeah. Uh another hole to go in. I mean, it's the forbidden you- hole. And is that why people wrap, like it more? Because it's considered and, more forbidden. But then you can wrap your hand around and do the two fingers. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why you, you know, do two fingers? Why you, you know? I mean, we we got it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. All right. All right. <laughs> the pink one in the sting. Yeah. So um, then uh, number five is lingerie. I don't know why that's a fetish. Uh, number six, group sex. Ooh. Number seven is sen- sensation play. What Don't is sensation play? All right, I'm glad you asked. Sensation play can refer to a huge range of activities based on the receiving or withholding of different stimuli. For instance, one partner may blindfold the other to deprive them of their sense of sight, a form of sensory deprivation. Or they may drag an ice cube along their skin, a form of sensation play known as temperature play. Oh, yeah, okay, all right, that ain't bad. All right, don't think uh, it's number eight or play sensation uh, no. play. So that's like, um, like if I give you head with some ice in my mouth, the coldness with the sensualness of the heat of the mouth, you like those two contradictory things you know affect your senses which is something i will do i haven't tried the pop rocks thing yet oh pop rocks are fun huh pop rocks are fun is it Mm -hmm. pop pop rocks are fun the ice cube is a good thing too um that's good stuff right there it's good so what do the pop rocks do like they really pop and fizzle in your mouth uh yeah Yep. Uh, Miss M- Miss Money said fire and ice. That's good too. Yep. 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 All right. So, so uh, what, wait, what's what's fire and ice? Basically, uh, kind of like what you were talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that was like an actual thing or okay. You could also use like like cinnamon 
um oh something to heat up and then something cold okay yeah yep 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 uh dj said it's too close to black history month for that exactly uh, <laughs> said, i'm dead she said ill exit only dj said we call that the bowling ball sb you already know bro oh, the you two and the know. one the two fingers <laughs> and the one yeah, yeah. all right um carol said fuck out of here i'm private <laughs> I got a guy that only wanted anal, and I was a bit suspect. Now, only wanting anal, you you can be suspect on that. Only wanting anal—that's a little too much. Um, Carol said yes to square. Uh, she talking about the ice. ice. Yeah. Yeah, and then she said, "Oh, yes to ice." Okay, and then. She also said, try some peppermints while giving. Okay, try some peppermints. All right, all right. We got, see, this is what I'm talking about. That's why we go just Number eight was orgasm control. We all know what that is. Number nine is bondage. Number 10 is psychological play. 11 is vorism and exhibitionism. Number 12. Okay, wait. I need you to go back to 11 because you ain't say the word okay. right. Voyeurism and exhibitionism. Voyeurism. I said voyeurism. Voyeurism. I said it fast. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You want me to break it down, or you no, no, no. You said voyeurism, and I was lost, and then I had to think about oh. what you meant, and then it connected. I'm sorry. Here we go. Voyeurism. Good job. And exhibitionism. Is that better? Yes. Sometimes now, I'm they both bad. mean the same thing, right? Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, well, here we go. All right. Voyeurism, voyeurism, or obtaining sexual pleasure from watching others who are naked or having sex. So one is you like to watch people. Another one you yeah, is you like to Voyeurism is yes. Okay. okay. And then, of course, as, every, uh, as with every other fetish, engage in voyeurism. Uh, consensually, for example, at a sex party where a couple has given you permission to watch, watching someone without their permission is never acceptable. The flip side of voyeurism is exhibitionism, which means achieving sexual pleasure by allowing others to watch. It's the sexual enjoyment of showing off. If you like to get down at a sex party in public spaces or even at home with the curtains open, you may be an exhibitionist. <laughs> Are you an exhibitionist? All right, let's go. Let's let's go. It's just therapy. Let's go. We'll, we'll bring it out. All right. So um, I was in a certain community a while back uh, and, and I got out. I've, I've been out um, and I used to get paid to do stuff to people's wives and they will watch. The craziest part about that shit was when the husband would be in the room jacking off while I was beating the wife up. And it was definitely acquired taste. It was weird. Um, for a minute, I was in a dark headspace, so I got kind of used to it because the money was good. Um, but I've been at parties before where um, it was like a show and it was people watching the whole time while I was, you know, beating something up. And um, yeah, I was in a crazy spot. So um, 
it's just therapy. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we talk about what happened. So we all we own fetishes, uh, fetishes, and that came up. So I might as well elaborate and uh, share some of my experiences. So I've had two um, exhibitionist type experiences. Both were absolutely horrible. I feel like a horrible person for them. I believe I mentioned one or both on the podcast before. Um, but when I was married, we had sex <laughs> in the pool at the family reunion. So we were in Indianapolis. We are in the the like the hotel pool having sex in the middle of the day. Like it's everybody's everywhere. Like it was just so random. When I think back on it, I just feel like a horrible, slutty human being for doing it's that. It's a family reunion. <laughs> it's a family reunion. And then on a flip side, kind of, um, one time, I don't even know. I don't know. So I like to give head. It's one of the things that I enjoy. And so um, I was sitting on the couch or something. And my husband at the time um, pretty much just walked up and I just started giving him head and his cousin was in the room. But I mean, I didn't think he was in a spot where he could see me. So it wasn't, you know, it didn't bother me. And then like months later, he told me he saw it all from the like reflection because the TV was off. So he oh. saw it from like the reflection of the TV. <laughs> and I'm like, Nick, you ain't say nothing. You just watched. And he like, I felt like, you know, I was cock blocking if I interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's funny. And for you to say that, um, it's funny because I think I started at a young age because when I went to my second prom, I was, what, 19? Um, and my girlfriend at the time, who ended up becoming my first ex-wife, uh, we went to Cedar Point. And my dude, Jay Luke, a friend of the show, was on the show. One of my best friends, him and his girl was up front. And we was like taking a break from Cedar Point. And me and my girl was in the back seat, And she started giving me head. But I'm, I'm like watching Jay. <laughs> I was like, I just like sit there. And then for some reason, I looked up and I see Jay Luke looking in the rear view mirror and shit. And I just gave him this big cheese and a big thumbs up. <laughs> and, start, and, then, and then start doing this though, KT. So petty. So petty. But yeah, so it was crazy. I mean, like having people watch you was uh was was different. It was interesting. Um, especially when motherfuckers was cheering you on and shit. Like, like the right. girls would be, cheering, like the girls be cheering you on, the guys would be cheering you on, and the girls would be like like pushing you like from a different angle or whatever and like kind of like trying to help and shit. So it was crazy. It was some crazy shit. Uh, let's get to these comments before the, the comments was definitely blowing up. <laughs> oh, shit. Hold up. Here we go. Uh, okay. Miss Money said, uh, I had a, a boyfriend that only did anal. He now in a two-year relationship with a man. Sounds about right. Sounds I, call, about right. I call those baby steps. He want to go yeah. there, but he's scared of what people go right. think and say. So he got to warm himself right. up first. 
DJ still telling people to check their BDSM quiz. It tells you uh, it means you like to be watched. IR performed. Oh, okay. When I was talking about that in front of crowds. Yep. No, they don't. Uh, not, not you had a cu couple. <laughs> One of the nastiest shit I've ever seen in my life, DJ. Oh shit. Um Carol said that's some uh that's some all the queens man type shit, bro. DJ said KT wanna be Jesse from Showgirls so bad. Ball white skin. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh shit. So number 12 is what DJ brung up cuck holding. So what is that? Uh, you may have heard the term cuck thrown around as an alt-right slur. It's uh, unfortunate since cuckolding is a common kink that anyone can enjoy. Traditionally speaking, in gender, is that, oh, gender terms, cuckolding is when a husband watches his wife, the hot wife, has sex with someone else, the bull. The husband, aka the cuck, may get to watch but he is emasculated and not allowed to participate. It's often a form of erotic humiliation. The female version of cuck is known as cuck queen. However, all genders can enjoy being the cuck, the hot wife, and the bull. So basically, you a sucker because you let your, your other person get beat on by somebody else. <laughs> That's all I heard. <laughs> one time, one time, uh, one time, this motherfucker said hit it harder, and I'm like, you hear her and you see her squirting. Like I'm, I'm doing my job. Don't tell me I should hit it harder. Like what the fuck? He he wanted to punish her because <laughs> he couldn't do it. He probably like break her in half. Cut <laughs> that bitch straight. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oh, 13, erotic hum humiliation. 14, oh shit, spectrophilia? What the fuck? That sounds dangerous. There you go. There, there you go. How the fuck did you know that, Lee? Spectral, spectral is another term for a ghost. Okay, because it, it refers to having a thing for ghosts because sometimes humans aren't worth it. Wait a minute. So what what you doing with the ghosts? Uh, it usually Did involves you ever see the original Ghostbusters? It usually involves a fantasy of the spirit, uh, spirit, but sometimes people believe they actually have sex with one at night or while they sleep. Wow. Traditionally, a succubus refers to the female sex ghost. And the incubus is a male ghost that has sex with humans as they sleep. Uh, Mrs. Money, um, Lee know too much about this, so he cheating on you with a ghost. No, hang on. There's a scene in the <laughs> Ghostbusters movie where Ray gets a blowjob from a ghost. Yeah, <laughs> I do remember Wait, that. Miss Money just threw that shit right in the chat before I even finished the whole sentence. She said, Ray gets head from a ghost in Ghostbusters. I remember that. She, they both it like, was, oh, don't come for us. It was just funny. <laughs> hey, but is, is that why guys have wet dreams? Because somebody didn't got them in their sleep? <laughs> That's a fair point. 
point. That is a great point. Because you got to be hitting something to let loose like that. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, Carol said, dude, I dated always wanted to eat groceries. <laughs> yeah. I definitely have I'm... some preferred <laughs> grocery eaters. DJ said, if I'm getting ghost neck, I need to know ASAP. <laughs> oh, if you was getting ghost neck, you would know. And then Miss Money said, could be talking about Lee cheating with a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> hey, long as that bitch don't wake up. <laughs> <laughs> you, bet, you better stay at those, oh, Casper. Shit. You better get out of here. Oh man, fifteen is a uh, dominance and submission. Uh, Sixteen is a uh, oh shit. This word is crazy. Autumn feet. I don't. I can't even. I, this word is fucking nuts. Um, KT, I'm gonna put this one in the chat. See if you can read it for me. Because I do not know how to pronounce this one. It's A-U-T-O-N-E-P-I-O-P-H-I-L-I-A. I thought it was going to be autoerotic asphyxiation, but that's not the proper terminology for it. Spell it again. A-U-T-O-N-E-P-I-O-P-H. I L I A. Oh, um, let's see. Autonephophilia. Wow. That's how, that's how it looks like it's how it's spelled to me. Autonephophilia. Yeah. And it means autonephophilia. It means adult babies. What in the fuck? Adult babies? These harmless beings like to wear a crinkly diaper and often have a mommy <laughs> or other nurturing dominant figure take care of them. It's okay if it's not your thing, but as Kinksters likes to say, don't yuck someone else's yum. Wow. And then they got Euphoria is a fancy name for piss play, golden showers, and water sports. So that's back to Carisha, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, sadism and ma masochism refers Mac to the person. Masochism. Yeah, there you go. Uh, refers to a person, a sadist who gets off on inflicting pain. Okay. All right. You got wax play. Uh, everybody know what that is, right? Wax play. I'm assuming when somebody fun. pour uh, wax on you. Yep. That could be yep. fun if done or hot right. wax. Yeah. Lee, you um, said it could be fun. What? If done right. Oh. It's got to be the perfect amount of pleasure and pain, wax. huh? Yeah. Um, no, it's not It's not that. Like, if you drip the, the wax too close, it can actually <laughs> burn. But if oh, you hold so you it need up to, like, high enough, it'll have cool it high enough. so it can kind of cool off as it's Yes. Coming. Yes. Oh, wow. I've never done it, but I've heard people that have gotten severely burned from it. I I have that shit almost burnt the fuck out of me. I was like, bitch, you too close. Stop. But uh that auto nepophilia, I think it's more like nepotism because nepotism is kind of like a parental kind of thing. So okay. I think that's what All that right. means. Okay, number 20 was uh vorophilia. Uh it's the infamous cannibal kink. It means getting turned on by fantasies of eating someone. Get the fuck out of here. Wow. Jeffrey Dahmer called. Right. Wow. 
This other one, this other one is a Q U I R O F I L I A. Quirophilia? Queerophilia. You sure it's queer? No, that's the way it looks. No, it sounds like quiff, like when you fart on people. Nope. Okay. Uh, It's one of those things that sounds more far out than it is. It simply refers to an attraction to hands. (laughs) The hands? Yes. Yes. Whether you go for big, hairy hands or soft, dainty, manicured ones, considering how much we use our hands during sex, it's a highly relatable kink. Uh, pregnancy is on the list. We all know pregnant. Hey, DJ, can you attest to this? Pregnant Poonanny is some good Poonanny. Uh, tentacles. That's nasty. Age play. Stranger play. Uh, immediophilia. What is gag warning? Oh, wow. Is a sexual fetish is one which one gets aroused by vomit? Oh. Ew. Sorry, I'm going to just turn somebody on. Clismophilia is arousal from enemas? <laughs> what the? F- we we say we went kink shame, but what the fuck? Yeah, Electrostimulation. Electrostimulation. Uh, everybody know what that is, right? Involves using electricity for sexual purposes. It's that uh, shocking experience. Yeah, and that, that was number 28. And these are common fetishes. This is a crazy ass list. Yeah. Wait, how many people? Oh, y'all put the boy. Oh. <laughs> Lee, what did you se- spell it in every group? <laughs> if I send it out, it goes out to every page that we are <laughs> streaming on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's why I'm like, wait, what the fuck? But I think it's really crazy because some people, right, have things in their phone, they have their kinks, and they don't want people to know. And then when something happens, like they have to go to jail or they die or something, and somebody gets a hold of their phone, they learn so much about somebody. And it'd be weird, weird to me, I guess I won't judge anybody else's kink stuff like men who like to watch women give birth and that turns them on sexually or bestiality you know women giving horses head or getting you know hit by horses or animals or you know and just people like all kinds of stuff and it's just blurring the lines between what's accepted what's normal and you know like fetishes are becoming the new norm, I guess. Right. And those was uh, 20, 28 of the most common. They are more common than you think. I see a lot of eels in the uh, in the chat and then DJs in caps and big old caps. Prego yams go crazy. And you got the face. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all so annoying. Annoying as fuck. <laughs> I wonder why that is. Like they they I don't know. I don't know. They always say that, but <laughs> what's up, great? <laughs> hey, make sure you tune into the grapevine every Friday. 
six to eight, right, Lee? Yes, sir. Six to eight every Friday on Red Live Radio. He came in and said, "Man, what the hell? I walk into who done sucked a horse dick?" <laughs> we, we was sitting here. We we talking about fetishes. So I named uh, twenty eight of the most common fetishes that people don't think is common. So we was going over that, and then uh, KT was just talking about uh, uh, one time she was in Mexico. <laughs> 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 he said Mexico, they have a five dollar donkey show. Yep, yeah, always great. Appreciate you, brother. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, those so this is fetishes. Don't 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 kink shame nobody. We learned that from Miss BBC. You can't kink shame nobody. But I will tell you this: we want to get in the couchers business. I want to yeah, hear some fetish. Yeah. I want to hear some of your fetishes. What are your kinks? What are some things that you like? that others don't seem to think is, you know, the norm, I guess. Yeah, Angel, DJ, Miss Money, Carol, come on now, chime in. What, what's the fetish y'all y'all enjoy? <laughs> so I told you, I'm a bit of an exhibitionist. I'm not really into voyeurism. I'm not trying to watch you. Um, I might want to do some whips and chains. I definitely have some control issues, so... I'm not really a fan of you tying me up or blindfolding me. <laughs> DJ said, I got a foot fetish and I like to paint faces. It makes me feel accomplished after the act is done. <laughs> oh, my nerves. <laughs> hey, that's when you got a Spider-Man. Spider-Man now. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Spider-Man is crazy. <laughs> I can't stand either one of y'all right now. Oh, shit. Or when they got glasses on. Wow. The drip. Oh, sorry. Um, This money <laughs> said Lee would kill me. If he wants to say it, he can. Lee money. Ooh. Come he on, said, Lee. Girl, he, he always talking, but now he like, hmm. No, I mean I don't see what's what's wrong with it. I mean we do costume play sometimes. We do, um, hey. uh, you know, she likes to be tied up and blindfolded. So, look at y'all. I love it. Spicy, keeping it spicy. I can't walk around the house in my Ghostbusters uniform because she immediately is just like, you can't go to the event. Hey. She'd be like, you got to change when you get there. Yeah, pretty much. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. she's like, don't take it off when you get home. And I'm just like, well, the boots got to come off because these things are on. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I love it. DJ says Spider-Man is insane. Definitely great. Go say I do have a thing for midget bitches. Uh Uh-uh. That's because y'all like to spin them around and do all kind of little fun tricks. Almost. Oh, Carol, Angel, I know y'all still here. Y'all, y'all awful quiet over there. We hear the crickets coming from y'all. Straight crickets. What what was number one on the fetish list? Uh let's go back to it. Number one was uh easy. Um, I can't remember what it was right now though. Cause that was like 26 ago. Man, what impact, impact play. What's that? The uh, spanking, flogging, paddling. Oh, okay. That was, that was the first one you was like, I think I might be into that. <laughs> yeah. I can't but- believe you forgot that quick. You forgot what it was called. 
Yeah, I forgot what it was called. I didn't realize it was called impact play. But whips maybe, but not no damn flogging. That sounds like it hurt. That's funny. Well, flogging DJ is said, much I, just a paddle. Yeah. Oh, okay. DJ said, I do rope and zip ties. And when I do tie up handcuffs, give me an anxiety. Give me anxiety. What the hey, fuck? I Angel just put LO. Angel just put LOL instead of putting a, 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 a fetish in there. All right, Angel. That means she ain't telling. Right. That means she ain't telling. Angel's fetish is slashing tires. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't do my boo. Shut up. <laughs> it's just so funny. Mm -hmm. What's up? You coming up? In my mind, the flog was like the like the medieval time, like the big pole. With the circular ball at the top with the spikes. That sounds like a flog in my mind. That's all like that's how I get hurt. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. That was a good conversation. But it is that time. What time is it, Miss KT? Time for a crazy funny. Yeah. Just go, just go with it. I'm always gonna catch up. We was both looking at each other like, <laughs> oh shit! All right, um, this is a uh, fitting for the topic we just had. Move your hand so I can read, girl. All right. I don't know. You probably heard about this not too long ago, but uh chest champ gets buttocks uh, butt inspected amid vibrating sex toy cheating claims <laughs> wait what okay chest champ gets butt inspected amid vibrating sex toy cheating claims uh, i mean i heard you i don't understand how a yeah, vibrating I'm, sex toy I'm, affects chess. Here we go. Yeah, I'm about to get into it. Uh, Checkmate. Uh, chess grandmaster Hans Newman uh, was seen having his rear ended, uh, rear end inspected as he arrived to compete in the U.S. Champ Championship in St. Louis. Uh, an official at the event repeatedly yeah, waved a metal detector over the yeah, guy's butt following uh, stop. Following uh, wild claims that the prodigy recently cheated with the wireless vibrating anal beads that he inserted into his rectum. Come on, you got to go. You're being too loud. Uh, yes. So the theory created buzz online last month after a whiz kid caused a major upset by defeating Norwegian Grandmaster Mangus Carlson, 31, at the Springfield Cup. According to the Riverfront Times, uh, some pundits proclaimed that Nielsen was ta uh, taping, oh, tapping into a remote computer via the vibrating sex toy. Though the lot, uh, logistics of how that would work were unclear. Despite no evidence or a foul play, Newman quickly became the butt of jokes, included one made by Elon Musk. So basically, this dude was cheating using vibrating anal beads. I guess they were saying he was getting taps in his rectum to let him know what the next move should be to actually beat his opponent. <laughs> Rook to King Fort 
I'm so confused. Like tap 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 on tap tap tap. Like what? It had to be quick. It had to probably be quicker than that because you know they on a timer when they had them chess tournaments. I mean, so but it was probably, it was probably how like is a vibrator cold. in your butt giving you a code to their moves? It was probably giving him Morris code up, up his butt, so it was probably they vibrating. Turn it on and off. Yeah, so like. But I don't like how is that gonna help you with chess moves? I guess that uh, he was studying how they communicated. Like, I guess it was somebody telling him what to do, or I, I don't know. But he could, had anal beads up his butt. It was you could pretty much like, 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 if you, I think it's like 30 seconds per move, I think is what it is in professional chess. I'm not, I'm not a grandmaster or anything like that. I know nothing about that. But I'm thinking probably what it is is like the opponent would make the move and they have to call out every move, like king to rook four or, you know, something like that. And then that person can sit there and wait, wait for his ass to start vibrating and it'll give him an idea of what move to make next so that he can get the checkmate. I can't imagine putting something in his ass that's vibrating is going to help him make better chess moves. Like, I just don't get the connection. <laughs> I, I know. I know a radio personality that hates Joel Olstein to the point to where he dressed up as like the uh, stereotypical gay man and had a vibrating egg in his butt. And somebody else that worked on the show with him would sit there and hit the button so that he would sit there and be like, oh, like throughout Olstein's sermon and shit like that. It, he actually took video of it and put it up on his show. It was the, it was hilarious to watch, but... I'm just like, that's a little too much dedication just to prove that you hate Joel Osteen. But you know, Osteen hates gay people, church. so that's... Like, just don't go to his church. Like, what the fuck? All right, uh, Elon Musk tweeted that um, talent hits a target no one else can hit. Genius hits a target no one can see because <laughs> it's in your butt. <laughs> but uh, Newman event eventually placed six in this uh, Sinquid Field Cup and has not addressed the anal beads allegations. Yeah, so it's still not proven if he was cheating with the vibrator in his butt. So I just yeah. don't get how it's cheating. So at first, I thought when Lee was saying it's like a 30-second thing, like maybe he was using it to distract his opponent so that they, because you only got a certain amount of time, maybe you got to make, you know, like a quicker move. And if you distract it, maybe that slows you down where he could beat you. But y'all acting like he getting a Morse code message through his ass that's telling him how to make chess moves. And that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I don't think it makes sense to anybody, Miss KT. But I don't understand how, like, that would uh, mess your opponent up. It's not in their butt. It was in his butt. But maybe if it starts, like, maybe if it's a button and it starts, like, you only vibrated during their turn and they hear the vibrations. <laughs> Maybe it's like, you know, it throws your brain off just enough. Like, you know, wh where did that come from? What am I, you know, and then you got to refocus and you only got a little bit of time. That's what made more sense to me. Should y'all act like he got more code, like bump, bump, pond, um, move a little horse thing, L shape. I don't know. <laughs> I teach math, but chess ain't my strong suit. But it just doesn't oh, make, I don't shit. know. It didn't make sense to me. 
Hey, quick game edition. How old do you think this guy was? Oh, that shit. Ain't no beads up his butt. Couchers. Chime in. How old do you think this uh, guy was that put the anal beads up his butt? DJ, Angel, Carol. Great. If you're still here, how old do you think this guy was? Lee Money, what's your guess? DJ said 43. I mean, these chess masters are getting younger and younger. Um, Angel said 34. I'm going to – for him to put that kind of thing. Miss Money like, said 48. Ah, that's too old. Uh, I'm going to go 2027. Lee say 27. KT, what says you? I would say 31. 31. All right. So DJ said 43. Angel 34. Miss Money 48. Lee 27. KT 31. None of you are correct. (laughs) Dang. He was 19. Man, what? I told you they're getting younger. <laughs> a 19-year-old chess master that's cheating. Well, ain't no beads up his butt. Don't forget that part. <laughs> I mean, we don't even know that he was cheating. Maybe he was just fucking horny and we just had to get off in the middle of a match. Maybe he did. Maybe he was so stressed out that ain't no beads helped relax things so he could focus. Hey, there you go. There but don't go. don't they check you and stuff before you go into your match? Check you like, for anal beads? No, I mean like you gotta go through like <laughs> you gotta go through like a metal detector so they make sure you're not cheating or something, right? Hey, you I come mean, to play who, chess? Who What's in your butt? Bend over, call. <laughs> <laughs> who would ever think that somebody would be cheating at chess with anal beads? Though? Is I'm that right? a rook I see? <laughs> <laughs> King's pawn four was, is not in a, a stable position. I was wondering where the rook went. <laughs> Man, a rook would hurt. Ow. Ow. I don't even want to think about that. Hey, that is hilarious. The rook and is the little horse, man, dude. I don't want that up my ass. No. Mm-mm. And that's this week's crazy, funny, fucked up. News, yeah. You suck. Why we suck? Because that's not you. The master nineteen did. years old. Nineteen years old. Yeah. I mean, you you All have right. to think about it. Like when they were checking him after the match, he probably went ow. <laughs> and then probably. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, well, the rook uh, is the castle. You're right. I thought so too. I was like, what, what, what like the horse, but I wasn't gonna say nothing. I got it. We gotta keep it moving. <laughs> we went longer than I wanted to today. Uh, but it was definitely a fun episode. Fun, 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 great time. Thank you, Couchers, for tuning in, sitting with us, kicking it with us, and of course, chiming in. I like to say this is the number one interactive podcast of podcasts because we always read your comments and y'all can interact with us. So I hope y'all love it just as much as we love y'all. But as always, if y'all want to follow us, follow us on Facebook. I'm under there, uh, Sean Boyd, picture of me and Lil Mama. TikTok, SB Comedy One. Instagram, SB Comedy. You can email the podcast at justtherapypod at gmail.com. Send us your crazy, funny, fucked up news stories. Send us some topics. We'll, we'll talk about them, you know? Let's go. Uh, and you can find us on Facebook under Just Therapy, the podcast. You can find Miss KT under Miss KT underscore comedy on TikTok. 
and that's the only place she be at. So, uh, but it is that time for the close. Something you can ponder on. Until the next time you see us on Redline Radio LLC, all social medias, and on YouTube at Redline Media Group LLC, or hear us on Spotify. Go back, listen to some of them old episodes, y'all. We there. Uh, so something you can ponder on. Little mama in the background. Ponder on. She's so funny. All right, uh, Miss KT, break this one down. Um, I think I don't think I did this one. All right, here we go. Uh, trust that what God removes is just as important as what He provides. Ooh. I'll read that. I'll read that one more time. And KT will break it down and we'll get up out of here. Trust that what God removes is just as important as what he provides. Go on, KT. So it's confirmation because this was the word Sunday at church. And um, the pastor was talking about how we are so rooted in our mindset, even when it's wrong, based on some faulty information that somebody else used and planted into our minds. And that's why we think and see things from the perspective that we do. So sometimes you have to uproot, you have to take away, cut and prune those bad mindsets, those ideas and traditions. I've been doing this a lot lately. The idea, why do I do this? Why do we have this tradition? Nobody knows. It's just something somebody's always done. So you just go along with it without even thinking about it. So long story short, sometimes you have to cut some bad things out of your life before you are able and ready to make room for the good. So be willing to let go of those negative things so that you can be blessed with those positive things. Hey, I'm surprised you ain't hit me with a listen. I'm trying to stop saying it because you always say I say it. I like it though. I mean, <laughs> when, it, when it hits you and when you feel it, you be like, listen. Like I, I, I almost felt like you ain't feel that one, but even though I heard you as soon as I said it, I like, oh, I, so so I appreciate that one since you ain't give me to listen. <laughs> Couchers, we love y'all. Thank you for the support. We really, really appreciate y'all tuning in with us. If it ain't for y'all, we ain't got no show. I mean, we can do it just us two, but it's always better with y'all in the full front. So we appreciate each and every one of y'all for chiming in and sticking with us. KT, you got anything you want to say before we get up out of here? Today is my last day of this fast. I hope I'm not getting sick. I have been vegan from January 3rd to January 23rd, and I can't wait to eat my salmon tomorrow. <laughs> it's in the oh, fridge so marinating 
Oh, I'm going to have me some Brussels sprouts and some roasted garlic potatoes. Oh, I can't wait. What time? What time is dinner tomorrow? Me and little mama be over there. No, nah, bro, I ain't get enough salmon to share. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. I just pray. I just hope you don't get sick off of it. I hope it go down smooth and it tastes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. God willing, we out. Peace and love and blessings and all that good stuff. Leave money. Take us home, baby.